When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Zone. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Smells like rain to me if you're outside this morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. I'll tell you, the wind started kind of kicking up right when I arrived in the office a couple hours ago. And it looks like we've got a good 70% chance of thunderstorms happening today, probably this morning. Daytime highs are going to be around 83 degrees, overnight lows down to 64. Thursday, some clouds, but generally comfortable, 80 degrees. Friday, sunshine and 84. Saturday, we jump up to 90 degrees under partly sunny skies. And then Sunday, some scattered thunderstorms are possible, 86 the expected high. A closer look at our weather coming up when Stumach, our ag meteorologist, joins us in about 15 minutes. But sticking with that rain theme and thunderstorm theme, talking this morning with a veterinarian on the UW-Madison campus that has been doing research on why pets react the way they do when a thunderstorm's coming in. What can we do to console our pets? That's one of the conversations I'm bringing to you this morning. Time to catch up with our Wisconsin Soybean Association, our Soybean Marketing Board, our Soybean Growers, all together as one. Keep up to date on regular updates as far as what's happening in fields and with the associations at badgerbean.com. You can also go to coolbean.info. That's where Dr. Sean Conley, University Extension Soybean Specialist, posts his updates from time to time. Pam, it's been a pretty quiet year. Um, If you look around, we just were able to run uh, Damon Smith's uh, white mold prediction model, and basically all of that is showing low risk, which is is good for the farmers out there right now. There's really not a lot of insects out there. I would think the biggest challenge we would had up to this point was weed control, day and herbicides, and that's been a big challenge out there. I was just able to go down to Rodrigo Worley's field day and talk about water hemp, and he basically he's looking at now in some of these early plant situations, which I'm really trying to promote farmers to get in their plant early for the yield advantage. Want to find out more? Remember, that's brought to you courtesy of your soybean checkoff dollars, Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. You can find out more about what's happening with that group, badgerbean.com, or like we said, Dr. Conley's site, coolbean.info. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFinn Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFinn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. Well, the height of summer means there's lots of pretty flowers, and with that, lots of pollen. But besides making you sneeze, that pollen is put to work by our honeybees to make us some good honey. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And Jill, to be honest with you, I can't tell you yet how the bees actually make the honey, but maybe you can after visiting with our uh, state representative, the Wisconsin Honey Queen. 
Well, I'll do my best. I did learn a lot from Shannon Lamb. She's from Dane County. I caught up with her at Farm Technology Days. She is a May 2021 graduate from UW Platteville, and she had a lot to say about how those hives are made up. And I also learned about how she came into the position of the Honey Queen and what she hopes to get out of it and what she hopes to give back, along with learning more about the importance of those honeybees. And this is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. I just really learned a lot from this conversation. So there was a Facebook page, so it's called the Wisconsin Honey Queen Program that um, I got tagged in for the application back in January of 2022. And it showed me the application and how to apply, so I applied. So if you want to apply, applications will become available October 2022. And you can check them out on our Facebook page, Wisconsin Honey Queen Program, or by going to wihoney.org, and they'll also be on there. So along with the application, did you have to do some interviewing and that kind of stuff too, and a little bit of meet and greet or fill out a resume? How did you get to this position? So there's a formal application you have to submit as well as an essay, and then you have to give a classroom presentation and marketing presentation and do an interview. So this isn't a, just a shoe-in then. You must have been really talented at getting all this stuff done. It took a lot of background information and a lot of research, but I'm very happy to have been elected and I'm really enjoying my time as the Wisconsin Honey Queen. So as the Wisconsin Honey Queen, what do you hope to help out with the public within this position? So I represent the Wisconsin Honey Producers Association, the WHPA, and I have learned a lot. I've learned a tremendous amount from the beekeepers throughout the state of Wisconsin. And to me, being able to just take everything I've learned and being able to make people realize how important not only bees are, but pollination is. And one in every three bites of food that we as consumers need that we eat every day comes directly from pollination, which comes from your honeybees. So to get people to recognize and realize the importance of bees in, in, our, ever, in our everyday lives to me is really what's important. Tell me about those hives. How many queens are in there and what do those bees do? So in each hive in the peak of summer, you're gonna have just about 60,000 bees that make up a hive. And in one hive, you'll have one queen. So the queen's entire job is to help repopulate the hive by laying all the eggs. The next bee are the worker bees. They are the females of the hive. So they do all the work in the hive. They clean it, they feed the queen, they feed the drones, they go out, they collect the nectar and the pollen, they take care of the honey, they, they do everything in the hive. And then you have the drones as the third bee, and those are the male bees, and their job is to mate with the queen and help to reproduce it. So what happens to the drone after they mate with the queen? So they, they pass away because they have fulfilled their, their job. And in the fall, when the weather starts to get cold out, the worker bees will actually toss all the drones outside and the drones can't fly so you'll have just a little pile outside of your hive of drones. So do you do some outreach? Do you reach out to schools? Do you reach out and do some programs, fairs? Where do you share your information? So on my Facebook page, Wisconsin Honey Queen Program, I update it quite regularly and then I get requested to events all throughout the year. So if you want to request me, go to wihoney.org um, or you can contact my chair, chairperson, she'll also handle all my requests, but I pretty much go wherever I'm requested to go. So you're giving back to the community and getting that outreach. 
What do you hope to take away from this position? So I have definitely taken away the importance of bees and the wide variety of ways you're able to incorporate honey into your everyday life. Those are the two most important things I've learned so far. I've also learned that there are over 300 different varieties of honey just within the United States. And that's, that was mind-blowing to me. I had no idea, and I had no idea the importance of how beneficial honey could be, the different ways you can utilize it every day in your life. And to me, just being able to incorporate all of that and being able to apply it directly and change my everyday habits has been really cool for me. How many varieties have you tasted? I don't know how many I've tasted, but there are a lot. And some of my favorites for Wisconsin are definitely our buckwheat honey. It's phenomenal in baking dishes. And then we are also really well known for our clover and our wildflower honey. I think those are very sweet and they taste really well just as plain honey. So we're gonna reach out and do a little education. What can the general public do to help out that honeybee population? So the most important way that you can help out the honeybee population is to recognize that bees don't want to sting you. They only can sting you one time and then they die. So if you see a bee, just leave it. Just leave it alone. It's not gonna to try to sting you. It doesn't want to sting you. The second most important thing is to do pollinator gardens. And of course, we hear a lot about no mow may, but we need that all the time. We need, they need to collect pollen and nectar all the time in order to continue to feed themselves and to make the delicious honey that we as humans also really enjoy. So that's another way. And then to also have a water garden for them. So to put a little basin, some rocks in there with some water so they're able to access water because they can fly anywhere from a mile to three miles from their hive. and that's a long way for a little bee to fly. And they get pretty thirsty, I bet. So they would really appreciate that too. I'm gonna to reach into your knowledge. Do you have a handle on how many honeybee farmers there are in the state of Wisconsin? There are a lot of honeybee farmers throughout the state of Wisconsin. And the biggest recommendation I can give is if you have a passion for honey or for beekeeping, you should register with the Wisconsin Honey Producers Association and become one of our members and get involved and engaged with other beekeepers in your local community. There are some workshops out there available to learn more about the honeybee and the industry. When are those happening? So those, you can find out more information because we have beginner beekeeping courses available through the Wisconsin Honey Producers Association. So if you go to our website, wihoney.org, you can find the dates, locations, and additional information about how to become a beginner, beke become a beginner beekeeper, information and resources to utilize about different ways to maintain your hive and how to even begin. And I would check out all those workshops to start. And that was Shannon Lamb, 2022 Wisconsin Honey Queen. I did a little research just to see how much honey is produced in Wisconsin. Wisconsin honey production in 2021 totaled almost 2 million pounds in 42,000 colonies. That had a value of $5.55 million. U.S. honey production in 2021 totaled 126 million pounds in 2.7 million colonies. And I'm Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. At Rebath, they believe everyone should have a bathroom they love. 
That's why they do it all. From fresh tub and shower updates to smart, safe aging and accessibility solutions. Plus, complete bathroom remodels. Reeve Baths process includes design guidance, quality products and professional installation. Best of all, they'll be in and out in just a few days. And you'll have a brand new bathroom that you'll love for years to come. Visit their showroom on Stoughton Road or ReBath.com for a no-pressure consultation. You know what makes car buying unpleasant? The pressure. The absolutely out-of-control, uncomfortable pressure. You know what causes that? Salespeople. Salespeople on a commission, pushing you into a car they want to sell you. Bergstrom Automotive got rid of that. All of that. When you come into any Bergstrom Automotive location in Madison or Middleton, you're a guest. You'll be met by one of their advisors. Whether you pick the most expensive car on the lot or a discount used car, their advisors get paid the same. Bergstrom advisors know that the only thing they have to do is listen to you and help you find the right car. And if for some reason you don't find the perfect vehicle, they'll shake hands and hope you come back again. But pressure? No, never. The better way is at Bergstrom. Bergstromauto.com. Join the Bergstrom Auto Family. Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Summer is here, and with it, the hot air. Don't let other companies add to it. We won't lure you in with buy one, get one, or half off installation. Not Window World, not ever. We offer a no-pressure consultation with straightforward, fair pricing. None of that, if you sign today, or let me call my manager nonsense. Professionally installed at an everyday low price. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All righty, let's uh, get talking weather now on a Wednesday morning. Brought to you by our friends, Compere Financials, Tumac Ag Meteorologist joining us this morning. I was at uh, State Fair Park yesterday. The whole crew went over, uh, kind of did our own mini media day with the State Fair staff. Man, it was. It started off pretty comfortable, but by the time that we got done, we were all laughing on the way back that... Some of our videos, people may notice little beads of sweat on the end of our nose or on our forehead. It got it got kind of sticky yesterday, and now this morning, it looks like we've got thunder boomers moving in, huh? Well, they are in the north. I could hear them here a couple of hours ago still in bed. It's like, what's that? Oh, thunder. Okay. Well, yeah, it has stayed off to the north. I mean, I'm seeing the weather radar this morning indicating some showers just north of La Crosse and back into southeast Minnesota, extending northeast up into central Wisconsin, northeast Wisconsin as well, and up into the UP. I heard some indication that uh, Lincoln County up in north central Wisconsin, the radar is indicating there could be some two to four inch rainfall amounts out of a storm that moved through there. Not the case from what I'm seeing elsewhere. I saw about 1,600s of an inch at Eau Claire uh, in northwest Wisconsin, Polk County, Star Prairie, 3,500s of an inch. Iola, where the car show is, 6,300s of an inch already. But that's about all that's coming in at this point today. Still raining off to the north. Has to do with that low-pressure system way up into Canada and the warm front pulling into northeast Wisconsin, very far northeast Wisconsin, and the cool front pulling into Minnesota. Already from north-central into west-central Minnesota, trying to build a bit further east. 
what I expect is during the day that uh, some of that shower chance will slide across northern Wisconsin today. And it's more likely in the afternoon that those of us in call it the south half of the state get that chance of a shower. A shower could be an isolated thunderstorm. I don't expect a great deal of rain with this. Talking a tenth of an inch, couple of tenths of an inch, maybe a quarter. Could be a little heavier in east central Wisconsin by late today or into the evening hours, but the rain will end from west to east by late this afternoon and into the night, and we dry it out again then as we look on toward Thursday and Friday. At the same time, cooling off a little bit. That sounds a little nicer. Not quite so warm for Thursday, but the warm air returns. In fact, another warm front returns as we start into the weekend, and by late Saturday or Saturday night, that possibility of a shower or storm could very well be edging back in. Oh, I don't expect a major big storm. We're not going to rain out the end of the weekend, but there will be some rain chance developing as we head through Saturday night or lasting into Sunday. We'll have to watch that one with a lot of outdoor activities for the weekend. There could be that scattered shower or storm possibility around for Saturday with warm temps back into the mid-80s, back to that uh, little warmer than normal period, and I'm sure the humidity will stick around for us as well. I'll have forecast details right after this. The Wisconsin State Fair is almost here. Follow along with the Midwest Farm Report team as they travel out to West Allis and bring you updates from the fair. Look out for all things agriculture, food, and fun. The Wisconsin State Fair runs from August 4th through the 14th, so be sure to check in and see what's happening. This coverage is brought to you courtesy of Armor Animal Health. Detect, defend, deliver. Check out Armor Animal Health for all your animal products and services. Visit ArmorAnimalHealth.com for more. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. All righty, Stu, give us a couple more details on what we should prepare for today, I guess. All right, well, the Compere Financial Ag Weather Update is for, call it a mostly cloudy day. There will be some clearing now and again, and we start to clear out already by late today or this evening in the western part of the state. A chance for a morning shower or a storm, especially La Crosse, Mauston. I don't know if it'll hold on anywhere else, but some redevelopment could happen a bit later this afternoon on toward evening. Now I expect those temps still in the mid or upper 80s. Southwest winds could be at around 12 to 25 and a little gusty as well. Any chance of rain ends from west to east early tonight and skies clear out later in the nighttime. Back in the lower 60s, west winds becoming north about 5 to 10. Sunny skies Thursday, a fine day, very low 80s with a northeast wind at 5. And sunny as we look on toward Friday as well, but I'd expect to be back in the mid or upper 80s as winds become southeast about 5 to 10. And that shower chance then again late Saturday around toward Sunday, Pam, to make your weekend plan. Well, that's all right. I think uh, 
Friday night is uh, family fun night up at uh, Lambeau, so we've got that to look forward to. And, of course, tomorrow, beginning of the Wisconsin State Fair, and uh, everybody should be looking forward to that. Sounds good. We'll catch up with you tomorrow and remind our rainfall reporters to chime in if they are under any of those thunderclouds or getting any rainfall. We've uh, got to congratulate Lorraine from Horicon. She was our July rain station uh, reporter winner. She'll get a weather station from Rural Mutual Insurance. So we got to get them, get them busy again today, hey, Stu? Oh, yeah, a little later especially. All right. Sounds good. We'll catch you tomorrow then, buddy. Thanks. Yep, bye now. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, with a look at your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. And again, remember, the talk text line for your rainfall reports, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. And like I said, congratulations, Lorraine from Horicon, our July winner. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you sick and tired of that constant pain in your knees or hips or back? Especially this time of year, you need to be moving pain-free, right? Hey, it's Ebo for the team at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is helping people here every day, giving them lasting pain relief using the latest advances in regenerative medicine. The science? It's simple. They concentrate your body's own healing agents and apply them to your aching joints, restoring and repairing damaged tissue with no drugs, no steroids, and no surgery. Listen, the old remedies for pain are not the only remedies. You need to learn more about how regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can change your life. Make this the last summer you suffer from chronic pain. They've got clinics all over America. This is the exciting new natural way to deal with joint pain with no side effects and no downtime. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 608-319-1750. That's 608-319-1750. 319-1750. Hi, this is Paul Brown, longtime Badger sportscaster. At this very moment, thousands of Wisconsin families impacted by Alzheimer's disease or dementia need support. Who do they trust? The Alzheimer's Association. Visit alz.org care to learn about resources, including support groups and education programs for families on this journey. All services free of charge. Sponsored by the Alzheimer's Association Wisconsin Chapter with funding by Oak Park Place Foundation. We give you the tools, knowledge, and income so you can take your career however far you want to take it. I'm Wynn Davies. W.E. Davies and Sundra Modeling is now hiring carpenters, lead carpenters, boycott a stale career. We want you to take on a fresh perspective to your path in life. We're a local family business offering services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. You could be your next team player to deliver stunning, transformative results. Visit wedaviesremodeling.com. When they love you enough to tell you you need a breath mint, that's family. At Mad City Moving, we're locally owned and family run. We're not afraid to tell each other the truth and make sure every job is done right. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the family knows best move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well and like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest, no kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. 
All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You've collected a lifetime of jewelry. Some of it you'll never give up, others, well, it can continue to be hidden away or you can repurpose it and bring it back to life with the help of William Thomas Custom Jewelry. The master designers at William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create that one-of-a-kind piece that's redesigned, updated, and uniquely you. Something you'll definitely want to show off the minute you put it on. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals. Then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. New kitchen, new bath, you can increase the value of your home without draining your savings account. AF Construction has easy finance options. For a limited time, 12 months, same as cash loans are available with approved credit. See the website for details. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look. Andrew, what's up, dude? A lot of, lot of comings and goings of the Milwaukee Brewers news over the past, it's not even 24 hours. How are we feeling? I'm, I'm laughing because the, the, the sheer stupidity of humanity is being revealed in the last 24 hours because, you know, a month ago, Twitter was full of people saying, Josh Hader's lost it. He's got to go. Trade him for a used bag of batting practice balls. And now... Oh, my God, they traded Josh Hader for nothing more than a bag of used batting practice balls. David Stern's the dumbest human being alive. See, some people so. some people really take Twitter too seriously. For me, I mean, there's real life, then there's Twitter. Twitter is uh, good for, like, looking at and joking and, and having a good chuckle. And then there's real life. And real life, well, let's talk real life as the Brewers traded away Josh Hader for four pieces here. Uh, let me ask you this right away. Are the Brewers better right now than they were, you know, yesterday at 9 o'clock in the morning? I don't. I honestly don't think they're any different. I really don't. Yeah, Josh Hader's great. Don't get me wrong. He's great. He's been great. He's the best reliever in the history of the franchise. No F fans or butts about it. But you're going to slide Devin Williams into that spot. And in case you haven't noticed, Devin Williams has been pretty damn good this season. Yeah, Remember better. the beginning of the year? He had like three you know, rough outings to start the year, and people were ready to like lose it on him. Guy hasn't given up a run since. I think he's like 30-some outings. It's pretty darn good. Um, Taylor Rogers, up until about, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, was pretty similar to what Josh Hader was doing. Yeah, he had some, some you know, mess-ups earlier in the year, but other than that, he's been pretty good, too. Um, 
I really don't think they're any different than they were. All right, then looking at um, some of the other pieces, do you think they got a worthy haul then for Josh Hader, Andrew? I know, I know, time will tell, but right now, do you think it's like a it's 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 they got return on their investment? You know, I don't think David Stearns turned down better deals yeah. uh, just to get these four guys. I mean, sometimes you got to take the deal that's out there. Um, he, something he said yesterday when I asked him about. Uh, a potential extension for Hader uh, that kind of applies in this situation too. You only hear about the deals that get done, right? You know, the, the stuff that doesn't get done usually stays behind closed doors. We don't know what other, other deals were out there. Um, you got to assume just based on what you know about David Stearns, he's going to take what him and his staff felt like was the best available package yeah. for Josh Hader. And I think people are overinflating his value. Like, yeah, he's ridiculously good. Again, no one's taking that away. But the guy who's who's you know 28 has a year and a half of of, of team control left, and has pretty much let it be known that he's going to hit the open market. So you, you're getting him as a long-term rental. He's he's probably not going to sign an extension with you. He's going to go somewhere and get paid. So. You pay accordingly for that. Well, Andrew, to your point, I don't think you ever get your your real legit value back when you trade these big superstars. Like, the Nationals might get an absolute haul for Juan Soto, but do you really think all those prospects actually is the true value of what Juan Soto would be for the next 10 or 15 years? Probably not, but when you look at the no. deal... You're hoping that Taylor Rogers can be decent for the rest of the season. You're hoping that Lamette can can maybe give you some good innings and then see what happens next year and maybe get maybe get something out of those prospects. Like you're clearly exactly. never going to get your value back, but you have to get something back for a guy that good. You can't just let him walk. No, exactly. And, and look at look at the CC Sabathia trade. You know, you're going back over ten years now. Uh Matt Laporta was was the linchpin. He was one, he was the Brewers' top prospect. He was considered one of the best in baseball at the time. What happened to him? Um, the other guys that were there, I think Zach Jackson was part of that deal. Um, the best player turned out to be Michael Brantley, who was a player to be named later. It was down between him or Taylor Green. Um, Brewers kept Taylor Green. People clamored for him. Nothing came out of it. Yeah. Michael Brantley was the player to be named later. Went to Cleveland. Had a pretty darn good career. Look at the, the, the Christian Yellows trade. Uh, How did that turn out for the Marlins? You know, pretty rough. You never know. Um, it, it's, it's a, it's a crapshoot. So, Andrew, looking at this, and, and, you know, you brought up David Stearns, and we've had this hashtag for a while, and Stearns we trust. She's sweeter than a glass of chocolate milk and louder than a morning rooster. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Some heavier weather that moved through Wisconsin earlier this morning, that Wood, Portage, Washera County area with some heavy winds and some uh, fairly strong rain cells that came through. For the rest of us, we do have rain in the forecast probably this morning more than this afternoon. Daytime highs today probably topping out around 83 degrees. Tomorrow, sunshine and 80 degrees. Friday, sunshine and 84. And then Saturday, we bounce up to 90 degrees under partly sunny skies. Glad you're along with us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. You know, like I said, 
because of that severe weather and those thunder boomers rolling across the state. We'll be talking with a UW-Madison veterinarian that has done a lot of uh, research focused in on why pets react the way they do with thunderstorms and how we can console them. Stick around for that chat this morning. So today is the third day of August. On this day, back in 1946, the world's first theme park opens here in the United States. It was in Santa Claus, Indiana. It was originally called Santa Claus Land. Now it's known as Holiday World and Splash and Safari in Santa Claus, Indiana. Opened on this day in 1946. On this day, 1900, Firestone Tire and Rubber Company is founded. That American Tire Company was founded by Harvey Samuel Firestone in Akron, Ohio. In 1988, the Firestone Tire and Rubber Company was taken over by Japan's Bridgestone Corporation. couple happy birthdays this morning. Happy birthday to actor Martin Sheen. He is 82. And I guess she's uh, an actress of sorts. Martha Stewart, she is 81 years young today. And now you know. It's a Wednesday, and that means it's time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com, a busy, busy online auction house as well as an auction house that serves Wisconsin. And remember, uh, they've been doing it right for more than 60 years, and it's everything you can imagine as far as auction is concerned. Personal property, equipment, construction, farms, specialized consignment sales, real estate. I mean, you name it, the Steffes Group is going to work with it. And like I said, full listings available online, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. And Ashley Hewins back along with us. You know, we know the volume of sales just keeps going up for the Steffes Group, Ashley. But let's talk to people that maybe have never worked with this platform before, are a little leery about online auctioneering. If I want to sell... If I want to have an auction with Steffes, what kinds of things do I have to know going in? Well, you know, a lot of our our farm retirement sales, it's it's the first and only auction our clients have ever done. So, you know, it it first really starts out by sitting at the kitchen table, uh, talking about how the process works, what's involved in having either a live auction with online bidding or just a straight online only auction. And, and, there's pros and cons to each, of course, and we want to do a custom job to fit your operation. But, you know, on the buying side, that's easy. I mean, logging in on our website takes about five minutes to create an account if you've never bid. Uh, we've got great tech team there that can walk you through the process if you get stuck. Uh, that's all taken care of. But on the selling side, it really just starts with that initial meeting. Yeah, and we, although it's online, you're very quick to point out the personal touch that is still very much a foundation of the Steffes Group. So it's not like you're just going to be exchanging emails to get your auction lined up. There's a lot more to it from the Steffes Group side of things. Yeah, it really is. And and we have sellers that are, are really hands-on and want to be involved in the process, and, and that's great. We have sellers that just say, you're the expert, do the advertising, clean it up, all them things. So uh, every auction is unique onto its own. It's really a custom project, and it's really uh, involving the client as much or as little as they want to be involved. Right. And acting early is really key. Like you said, uh, 
sometimes it's a quicker turn than others, but ideally you really want that engaged seller to be talking with a Stephas member, what, a couple months, a year in advance? Yeah, you know, there's that old saying, we can do an auction tomorrow, but we should probably tell somebody first. Mm -hmm. And we go back to, you know, those that plan ahead seem to do very well. Uh, Questions we get all the time is, what's the best time to sell? I I don't have to sell now. What season is best? Lots of stuff to talk about there when you're talking to a Stephas rep. And then it really comes down to, you know, uh, we have people that plan years in advance, but we need at least 30 to 45 days and, you know, right now we're still booking auctions, for instance, for late September, but then it won't be very long till we move into the after-harvest auctions. Boy, and I was looking at the stephasgroup.com website. Again, that's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. You guys, I don't know how you're going to be able to handle the volume of business you're looking at as far as auctions for the month of August and into September. I mean, you're, you're jammed. Yeah, it's going to be busy, but, you know, we, we keep growing. We keep adding people to our team, uh, whether it's the tech team or sales team. We're always adding to it. We've got some great admin people, and, and we can we can handle all these auctions. And, you know, that's the best part about it. When you're a seller, you want a company that has the most buyers. That'll bring the most money to you, and, and that's what we can provide. They're the ones that everybody else is quoting because of their value, the service they provide. Ashley Hewn along with us from the Steffes Group. Again, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. On that uh, site, you'll not only see upcoming auctions, get all the details about the available equipment, the land, whatever you're looking for. Don't forget, they also have that price app that can keep you in the loop, even if you're away from your screen. Steffes Group.com. Ashley Hewn along with us. Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Do other people's opinions matter when it comes to rating a restaurant or a business? Well, if they do, then take a look at all the rave reviews for Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Now, their retail location is at the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. The good news is BavariaSausage.com and Bavaria Sausage on Facebook, that's open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to provide you with the old world Germany experience. Take a look at some of the reviews from customers. This place is a gem. I was delighted to find real German German food products, and people who work there that are personally familiar with Germany. Placed my first online order this week. Excellent process and product. Check it out for yourself. Again, BavariaSausage.com, Bavaria Sausage on Facebook, or their retail location, corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. 
To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com. It won't be long now, and a lot of folks will be headed out to Wisconsin's apple orchards, but will there be a crop there greeting them? Rami Aburomia is the owner-operator of Adams to Apples Orchard in Mount Horeb, and he says despite some challenges early in the growing season, things look pretty good right now. The apple crop this year is looking pretty nice, actually. Um, We had frosts and things in 2021 so we didn't have a great bloom that year Uh, and then kind of apples tend to return the next year with a nice bloom when they haven't had a big crop the year before so we're kind of in that on year of a nice big crop part of the challenge for growing apples is to have a moderated crop every year and not a huge crop one year and a small crop the next Rami Aburomia, he is the owner and operator of Adams to Apples Orchard out in Mount Horb, looking forward to a good harvest season. Right now, December corn's up a nickel at five ninety eight. November beans up six at thirteen ninety two. The September wheat twelve cents stronger in overnight trade at seven eighty seven a bushel. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Time to pop on that helmet, strap yourself in, and stand on that pedal. Sugar River Raceway is now open for the season, and the race is on. Perfect for bachelor parties, company outings, turnkey Thursdays, or just because you want to drive a real 50-mile-an-hour racing machine. Go to SugarRiverRaceway.com for program schedules, run a race information, and what's on tap for this week at the track. Sugar River Raceway, just 40 minutes south of Madison and Broadhead. Get your race on! Sweet Metal Roofing customers choose us because they don't want to worry about their roof anymore. There's no curling, it won't blow off, and you won't find granules in your gutters. It's one and done. It is the last roof you'll ever need. I'm Mike. And Mary Sweeta. Enjoy the long-lasting architectural strength and beauty of a Sweet Metal Roof. S-W-I-T-A MetalRoofing.com Sweet Metal Roofing, the last roof you'll ever need. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. When it comes to jewelry appraisals, get to know your Denny's jeweler. There's a number of different reasons a person will do appraisals. We just say, bring in everything. It's so fun because it's like when somebody brings that stuff in and they're all excited, then they start thinking about it and where it came from, which is priceless. I'm Pete Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know, it is summertime in Wisconsin, and from time to time, we may end up with a thunderstorm that could be accompanied by lightning and thunder. And boy, I'll tell you, 
If you are a pet owner, especially a dog owner, sometimes those thunderstorms can put you all on edge, including your four-legged friends. Joining us today, Dr. Maria Verbrugge. She is a clinical instructor of primary care at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, and she's been kind of taking a deeper dive on why pets pets react the way they do and what we can do to help them. I have to declare, I have to come forward, Maria. I've got a dog that responds really badly to thunder, and judging from what I'm seeing on the clients that you consult with, I'm not alone. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of dogs really, you know, don't like thunderstorms. Um, and nobody, nobody really likes being startled. Um, and oftentimes, uh, you know, the, you know, the loud noises um, are the first trigger. Um, but beyond that, then they can start to actually uh, respond to the pressure changes and the flashes of lightning and the rain and things like that. And they kind of make all of these associations and they really don't enjoy um, the, the thunderstorms at all. Boy, they can do some damage to themselves, to property, too. I've talked to a quite, quite a few different pet owners, you know, screen doors, uh, outside, yep. inside. I mean, it, it, it is amazing how quickly they start to trigger. Tell me what's mm-hmm. going on here. I mean, as a pet owner myself, like I said, I'd like to do whatever I can to mitigate some of this stress on my pet. Yeah, so if you have a young dog who hasn't really been exposed to thunderstorms yet, um, as we're rolling into that season, um, the best thing you can do to prevent them from having thunderstorm anxiety is to, um, you know, kind of expose them to it in a controlled environment. Um, So maybe not outdoors where it's so loud, um, but have them indoors and then do some fun things with them during thunderstorms. So do some treats, play some games and distract them. And then as they're exposed repeatedly and they have kind of a good positive experience, then maybe they're not going to have this this negative association and this anxiety that builds up. Um, But once you have a dog that has some thunderstorm anxiety, in that situation, really the best thing you can do is just give them a safe place to get away from it. Um, so if, uh, if you put them in an in internal room in the house, maybe one that's far away from the windows, um, some dogs like to be in the, in the basement. And for whatever reason, some dogs really like to get in the bathtub. I'm not sure why. Um, but giving them a place where they're just kind of not so intensely exposed um, can really help. Um, playing some white noise to cover up um, the the noise that would otherwise be startling them. So run the radio or a fan or something like that. Um, and then if you can, distract them with, you know, treats and playtime and things like that. And if they're too nervous to do treats and things like that, um, then you may just kind of, you know, give them, give them a chance to, um, you know, just, just kind of hide and hunker down until it's, until it's done. You know, I, like I said, uh, my experience compared to many others is probably pretty minor. My, my big boy does pretty good uh, making his way through it. But I've got to ask, how, how bad can it get for a dog? I mean, physically, how bad can it get? Is it damage they do to themselves, like I said, screen doors or something like that? Or is there actually a chemical reaction in their body that can be triggered and do, do damage? 
Um, a, a lot of times we'll see dogs, if they really, really escalate, they can injure, you know, their toenails because they're trying to dig their way to safety. Um, they might um, not sleep very well. And oftentimes um, with thunderstorms being um, kind of more towards the evening and overnight, um, they will disrupt their owner's sleep and that's not good for anybody. Um, so those would be kind of the most common adverse um, adverse effects that we see Um Rarely uh, do we see dogs like injuring themselves much further than that, um, but definitely causing some property damage and and hurting their you know nails and paws if they're working to try to get away from things. Dr. Maria Verbrugge is along with us. She's down on the UW Vet, UW Madison School of Veterinary Medicine, where she's trying to help pet owners like mine, like me, get through the storm season with uh, particularly sensitive pets that do not like thunder. So let's talk about other ways that people might find some solace for their pets, Dr. Verbrugge. Uh, there's some there's some commercial items that are out there that offer some hope for pet owners. Uh, some of them tight-fitting shirts or anxiety shirts. What are those all about, and do are they effective? Yeah, so the uh, the anxiety wraps that we see, and there's a bunch of different brand names out there. Um, they hope to either hit pressure points that may be calming or um, just kind of give the dog the feeling like it's being held and, and kind of swaddled. Um, and it just kind of depends on the dog. There are definitely some... Um, uh, people that feel like their dogs are dramatically better when they get to wear something like this. Um, sometimes you just have an anxious dog who's now wearing a shirt, um, and there's not really a way to know if it's going to help or not without trying. Um, we don't have a ton of scientific evidence to say that they work, um, but it also certainly isn't going to hurt anything to give it a try. I see another item that is sometimes discussed, medication. I mean, it, it's a little mm-hmm. hard if it's a pop-up storm or if it's somebody with fireworks, but is there a way to work medication into this situation? There definitely is. And if, if we're getting to the point where it, it's disrupting anybody's sleep or you're just really feeling like your dog is, is suffering and giving them a safe place to hide is just not enough to keep them comfortable, um, then talk to your veterinarian um, because there are a bunch of different medication options that you can try. Um there's kind of two different groups of things that I will usually try in this case. Um, and one is if the dog is, uh, has a more generalized anxiety, so they're not just afraid of thunderstorms, but they're also afraid of lots of other situations, then we'll probably think about giving them a medication that's just going to overall decrease their anxiety. Um, if it's just the thunderstorms or maybe some other um, kind of very specific circumstances that bring it up, well, then we're going to do a medication that is just more situational also. Um, so something that we still, we kind of have to plan ahead. Um, and so if I know that there are fireworks scheduled or um, I know that there is thunderstorms predicted for tonight, I want to get those medications on board beforehand um, because once the dog is really anxious, um, it is a lot more difficult to bring that anxiety down. Um, but using a medication to prevent that ramp up in the first place is a lot more effective. Well spoken. Well spoken. Thanks again, Dr. Maria Verbrugge, along with us again, trying to do her best to give us some answers on why our dogs may react so negatively to something like thunderstorms or fireworks. You know what I'm talking about. We've got more details up from Dr. Verbrugge and some of her uh, conclusions 